In the 1970s, a future top-notch podcasting team was born, and then raised on military bases because their dads were in the Air Force. These Gen Xers eventually grew up and were unleashed upon the world. Today, looking forward to retirement, they survive by dishing out their opinions. If you have questions that need answers and an open mind, if you can spare 60 minutes a week, and if you have internet access, maybe you can listen to Kenyatta and Jack save the world. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It gets the people going. And we're here, listening friends, to get you going, too. If you didn't already know, it's us. It's Kenyatta. It's Jack. And we have a special guest today. We are all here once again to save the world. Hot damn hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) How is everyone today? Gloriously fantastic. Indeed. Indeed. Should we should we say who our our guest is? I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Like literally, this person did not know that they were going to be guesting on the show six minutes ago. It happened that fast because of the topic we're going to talk about after the WTFs. And this person watches YouTube channels and knows about all of this family blogging stuff that we'll be discussing later. But anyway, the guest is my wife Heather. Yay! Yay. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> it's good to see you again. Yes. But five minutes ago, the last time I saw her, she hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> yes. I know you missed Aww. her before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But before we um, get into our topic, I suppose we'll go ahead and do WTFs. Yeah. I am. I'm doing something just slightly more lighthearted than... My last few have been, they've all been sort of intense. So this one's a little a little different, but it's a WTF in a good way. On CNN, the reporting by Carly Porterfield. A thrift store shopper joked that she'd found a famous artist's work for $4. It turned out she really had. And this painting, see, she bought it for 4 bucks in 2017, forgot she had bought it, had some artist whatever look it up, and it turns out that the painting is worth $250,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> See, so next time I go thrift store shopping, you can't give me a hard time. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that type of stuff here. <laughs> you who never was, know. Who was the, the artist? Uh, N.C. White, W-Y-E-T-H. Yeah. Yeah, but, okay. Wow. Yeah, it, it's a cool-looking painting. Um, sort of interesting, but yeah, I would say that uh, that's a pretty good WTF to have happen. But look at that. And <laughs> I guess a part of me is happy that that guy that goes and does buys thrift store art and then he adds, <laughs> you know, Star Wars or Bigfoot or whatever to him didn't find this one. <laughs> He researches them before he does anything to them, by the way. Okay. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> For that I'm very glad. reason, because you never know. But, yeah, it's uh, kind of a cool WTF. And I guess 
go look at a thrift store near you and see if you can find something incredible. That's not a bad way to go. And I'm looking here because the last name sounded familiar and it turns out he's the father of another well, father of two other well-known painters and one of which is Andrew White. Um, okay. And if I remember my arts correctly, mm. I want to say he did a pretty famous one. I may be lying. It's um, yeah. He had like really realistic uh, realistic style, I guess, just like his father NC. Because I'm looking at their work, it's really good. But um, oh, yeah, I need to look into that later. But I'm pretty sure I, I've seen Andrew White's stuff before. Can so y'all cool. Which thing popped up on the screen sharing? Um, it's it's the painting. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know who she looks like. <laughs> Which the the one sitting down? She looks like uh, uh, what's her face, Tyrell. She's about to say, "Tell Cersei it was me." <laughs> I was thinking more of like the the head space witch in Dune. That's oh, yeah. she reminded me. Of. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, she's about to bring the box out, and you're like, "What's in the box?" Pain. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she looks like. <laughs> But that's good work, though. It's really nice. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I wish I would get that lucky, just like you, Heather. I wish I would get that lucky next time I go into their store. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and Jack's probably still holding it against me that I didn't buy that one painting like a few years ago. There was like some weird monkey looking, dressed up monkey something. I don't even remember what it was. And he wanted me to buy that thing. <laughs> And now I it was probably worth something. See, yeah, <laughs> could have been. We could have been. We could have been thousandaires. <laughs> okay, so Andrew White did do the painting I was thinking about. <laughs> you probably get. You guys have probably seen it. Well, the la- that last name sounds. F- I've probably seen something. I just don't know. I'm not that familiar with art stuff. You know it. Probably when you see it, it's called mm-hmm. Christina's World. And this is one of my personal favorites, actually. Let me show you. Guys. We have an extra guest here. A, uh, great, Dan- yes. a great Dane in my face. <laughs> he will not be denied. He will not leave me alone. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. I think I have seen that painting. I do yeah. too. I yeah, do that's, too. That's Andrew Wife. Okay. I'm trying and to think I, of where I would. Anyway, that's really cool. That is a WTF to find stuff like that. It is. Wow. It really is. But it's cool. That's cool shit. I'm always interested in uh, arty, artsy fartsy related things. <laughs> I can dig it. Well, whenever we, like Jack, remember um, when we were getting stuff donated to, to do the garage sale, you know, for the nonprofit organization. We came across a painting <laughs> that oh yeah <laughs> that apparently I'm related to the artist. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I saw the last name and I was like, "That's my aunt and uncle's last name." Like, you know, what are the chances? I mean, you know. And then I started digging into it, and I talked to my cousin some, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and tells me all about, you know, who these people were. I was like, 
it was um, my uncle's, I know this sounds funny, but my uncle's brother apparently um, lived Mm. over here somewhere and and he had really good friends and they painted it. I mean, it was just, he painted it for them or something like that. I don't remember. So I ended up keeping it just because it's like, you know, it was nice. It looks good. Hmm, cool. Weird stuff. You never know. Small world. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, you know, you can only do so many. The world is falling apart. WTS when you got to throw in something positive. So, <laughs> I mean, as long as we've been doing it and the world's still here, <laughs> I reckon we might be just, you know, embellishing things a little bit <laughs> right well the problem is no one's listening to us kenyatta <laughs> the rest of the world isn't giving us the numbers <clears throat> that we need to fully save the world we need some help we need people to listen we do have people to listen we need additional people to listen right. that's true well that's what i'm meaning we need like mm-hmm. millions of people to listen so that well, we can actually save the world well when we make joe rogan numbers you know then we'll get the, we'll, be, we'll be getting the message out. Until then, we're just going to keep chugging. Mm-hmm. That's all we can do. Just you know, the the little podcast that could. Indeed, <laughs> I like it. So anyway, moving on. What's your uh, WTF, Kenyatta? Marshall B. Mathers the Third, better known <laughs> as the rapper Eminem, has told Vivek Ramaswamy a potential Republican presidential candidate to stop using his music in his campaign. Has it worked? (laughs) Apparently at the Iowa state fair here recently, they were playing Eminem's lose yourself over the loudspeaker Mm -hmm. and your bands picked up a microphone and just started rapping along with the song and Uh uh, Eminem's label BMI sent out a letter and said, quote, BMI will consider any performance of the Eminem works by the Vivek 2024 campaign from this date forward to be a material breach for which BMI reserves all rights and remedies with respect there too. In other words, stop using my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then apparently his people were like, eh, that's okay. And according to a spokesman from his campaign, quote, to the American people's chagrin, we will have to leave the rapping to the real slim shit. (laughs) (sighs) I guess at least they responded in a funny kind of way. I mean, what else could they do? (laughs) Right. I guess just stop using the music and never say anything about it. Right. That's usually what happens, but it does. I guess it was all in good humor. Yeah. It doesn't make me like him not one bit at all, but you know, you know, at least that part's funny. So, (laughs) and really, if I can get even lamer with a joke, he might just lose himself by this time (sighs) next year. I see what you did there. (laughs) I'll let myself out. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Kenyatta will be here through the end of the year, folks. (laughs) Try the deal. (laughs) And then season three will start. (laughs) 
<laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, but that's what I got. I thought that was like hilarious, like for real. Yeah, yeah. See, Tom Petty did that with it was either McCain or Romney. Mm-hmm. Uh Hart did it with Trump. Actually, every musician almost has done that with Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, what song what song of heart did he try to play? I think it was Barracuda. Ew. No, you know what? It may have I may have that wrong. That may have been um dang it, now I can't think of her name. Uh Palin. I think they used Barracuda when Palin was coming out in Hart told them to stop doing that. Now that I think about it, I don't think it was Trump. I think it was Palin. Double ew. Right? Because she has never done anything that warrants her needing that song. (laughs) I'm still waiting for her death panels. It's just, it's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. I know. It's just that if we want the real estate market to crash, we need all these seniors to start dying in mass. Because they they own they own seventy percent of homes in this country, so they'll provide the crash. They would just start dying in significant numbers. They could have a housing market crash. Uh, well, they might be handing that those houses down to their their kids and such. So I don't know. Maybe. Well, not. But if there were that many, though, there would be. I mean, maybe, maybe. A, a crash. Yeah. Or it would have to be some kind of weird. Uh, apocalyptic event where everybody over the age of 85 or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There there was a there's a graphic novel that they turned into a TV series for one season where some unknown virus killed everything, every living thing with a Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. I think I know what you're talking about. It's based Except on this one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he was the worst guy ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all the women are like, God dang it. All those times when I said, if you were the last guy on earth, it wouldn't happen. And now, damn it, it's going <laughs> to have to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. If that happened and it just happened across the board, then maybe you might see the housing market crash. <laughs> But seeing as how, you know, large swaths of people don't die at the same time outside of some cataclysmic thing, I don't think it's going to happen. I know. But death panels all, are all those... right around the corner. <laughs> so was it, were those not going to kick in until like year 15 of Obamacare? Yes. Oh, okay. Now, well, it was a really big build. So, you know, maybe that's just one of those details that was overlooked. You know, it was a like 3,000 page bills so they're working on it right now still (laughs) (laughs) that was on page 2750 and Obamacare is only at page 2200 so they still got a little bit to go they do they do (laughs) so we'll just sit and wait like we wait for everything else (gasps) yep 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 well do we want to move on to the topic of the day sure we uh once again this was something literally 20 minutes ago we sort of decided to talk about and that is the dark side of social media slash social media influencers 
family bloggers, you know, blogging everything you do. And there is a pretty big dark side to that. Um, Last year, there was, of course, now I can't think of the name because I need to recall the name, but there was the van life uh, guy and girl where he murdered her in, was it Utah? No. Are you talking about Gabby? Gabby? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he offed himself in the, yeah, in the uh, Everglades. But, you know, that was, they were vloggers and then today is what sort of prompted it was big, a big wtf today <laughs> right um there was a youtube channel called eight passengers and i Ugh. believe they used to have over a million subscribers oh yeah and, they did and um it was uh ruby the mom i think the husband's name was what kevin mm-hmm. and then there's six kids and so they blogged about everything and uh, she was arrested, the mom, uh, because uh, for child abuse, um, one of aggravated yeah, child abuse. One of the kids. This is weird. The kids apparently weren't even staying at her house. They were at a business partner Jody Hildebrandt's house, who was also arrested on the same charges. But one of the kids escaped out a window went to a neighbor's house where he didn't even say, hey, call the police. Dude was so emaciated, he wanted food and drink before anything, and the lady noticed that he had uh, duct tape around his wrists and ankles, and she called the popo. And that's when this investigation started, and then they have, um, well, obviously, they were arrested for this. Mm. And there are a couple other stories, um, but uh, Heather knows a little more about this than we do. But before I have Heather sort of recap this, can you have thoughts on uh, the first opening salvo of the dark side of family blogging just based off this beautiful headline? <laughs> and by beautiful, I mean horrific. I think that vampire needs to be mud stomped. Um <laughs> And I'm a pacifist at heart. I've said this frequently, but in certain instances, I will 110% condone violence. This <laughs> is one of those times. Yeah. Especially when you have to, you're, you end up being the most hypocritical piece of shit on the face of the earth, trying to advise people on family and raising children, <laughs> but yet you're treating your children like less than livestock or however you want to put it it's gross it's gross oh boy and of course i'm sure she's getting unless they made bail i don't know they haven't made bail okay so i'm going to assume that they're both getting uh, a warm welcome (laughs) at whatever right whatever jail that they're being held at right now so there's that yeah, I will be interested to see because uh, Heather has the mom and the dad. Have they split up? Yes. Yeah, they divorced um, a couple of years ago, I think. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets investigated because you would think that he would have maybe noted oh, yeah. some of this stuff. And uh, apparently the oldest daughter, who I guess is. Sherry. Yeah, I guess she's 
over 18. I guess she says that she's been making complaints for a while, but CPS and the police have been basically giving her the finger. Yep. Yep. She has. And there's an older son too, who's like, I think almost 18 and he's said things here and there too. But um, yeah, Heather likes to watch the dad challenge podcast, which he just goes off and, snarks on family bloggers so this this was a family that he had snarked on Mm -hmm. many times so um i know that there were probably signs of some of that maybe things were a little off like didn't one year a couple kids got in trouble and so she canceled christmas for him the rest of the kids got it but these two kids didn't and you you'll know more other than that what are yeah. some of these weird sort of signs that maybe things were not right yeah she um i mean and what's weird is the reason we know all of this stuff and all the details of it is because she would talk about it on youtube like mm-hmm. you know like she's this amazing mom who you do what you got to do and you know I, I get having to have consequences, but yeah, um, two of the kids, I don't know what ages at the time, but this couple years ago, they, uh, I don't even know what they did. She just, she could, because she won't actually say, but I'm sure it was something, you know, normal kid behavior. Um, and, you know, gave them a warning that, that they would, you know, basically, not have Christmas. And then she followed through with it and they literally got no presents and they had to join the family and watch all of their siblings open presents and everybody would have a good old time and they didn't participate, but they had to be part of it. Like, but they didn't get any presents or anything. It's like, how, how that doesn't make you <laughs> the good parent you think. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's that, yeah, that's not the flex well, she thinks it is. <laughs> and her and, and that Jody chick, um, they do or did, it's gone all of a sudden. Huh, imagine that. Um they did this whole, you know, teaching thing online um about, you know, how to be a good parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and basically any kind of you know, any little thing that your kids are doing wrong. And I mean, minor stupid stuff that you just, you know, get onto them for or whatever, you know, have small consequences. Normal parents would do. They, they say that, you know, that they're in the, in the dark and this and that. I mean, it's, it sounds very like David Koresh sounding and I'm not exaggerating. It's weird. Um, but yeah, the, so those kids, you know, lost Christmas, um, the 17 year old kid, um, (laughs) he played a prank on his younger sibling who was like, I don't know, about eight, I think at the time or something like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He woke him up at like two in the morning, (laughs) got all, and was all excited and said, you know, pack a few things. We're, we're going to take a. We're all going to Disney, <laughs> Disney World or whatever, Disneyland. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, the kid got all excited, you know, and thought it was a surprise trip or whatever. And then he's laughing and, you know, basically he, it was a prank, you know. Yeah, it, it's kind of mean, but, you know, I mean, it, it's it's a 
sibling thing, you know, it's not, Mm -hmm. didn't hurt anybody. It just upset him and he was disappointed and whatever. And the parents got so mad that they sent him away to one of those bad kid camps. Uh He was there for eight months, eight months. And we're talking the kind of camp where they make you like physical labor, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, And, you know, and he still tells the story and kind of laughs about it. So it's like, okay, (laughs) yeah, you learned your lesson. But, (laughs) but so anyway, so then when he got back, they, um, they took, he, he, they, he didn't have a room that he had to sleep on a beanbag in their basement room, like a finished basement, but you know, in the basement. So he was basically ostracized down to the basement, had to live, had to sleep on a beanbag. He didn't have a bed. That was for nine months. They took his door off of the bathroom. So he, because privacy is a privilege, apparently. Yeah, they. I'm re- I, I'm reading. You know, as yeah. as you're talking, I'm reading some of this garbage, mm-hmm. and they they're saying that children don't deserve personal space. Right? Are right. they not? Mm-hmm. Are they not human beings? What? Not to them. I don't. I mean, Ugh. and you know, and this is part of why I I watch the Dash Holland podcast and all that stuff too, is just because it's like it kind of makes you be a little bit more aware of what's actually happening out there. You know, because a lot of people it started out as like family blogs or whatever because they wanted to share those things with family who lived across, you know, the world or something, you know, and that's how they got to be part of each other's lives and see the mm-hmm. kids grow up and all that stuff. That's kind of how it originated right but it was still private it wasn't out there you know publicly Mm -hmm. and people weren't making money off of it but then over time you know families started making money off of it because of youtube and stuff like that and then so they're basically you know they're exploiting their kids for money Mm -hmm, absolutely the kids kids don't have a choice and they can't consent to that because they're children and so and she that that family huge exploiters of their children you know because those kids don't get paid for it or anything no. like that yeah and they don't have no. a choice they they make them do it yeah so the acceptable ways of exploiting your children is yard work <laughs> dishes sorting laundry doing laundry that's not exploitation. That's family. We all live in a house. We do work. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You pitch in and take care of the house. That's it. But, I, but know, I know. But I was just all, being silly. Those types of families, so they they don't even their kids are like, you know, a lot of them they're spoiled. They get everything, mm-hmm. um, and then but they don't know how to clean the room. They don't know how to cook or do anything because mom does everything because she's it's content yeah and so Mm -hmm. she's filming everything because oh look at everything i do me 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 and i take care of all these kids and da 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 and then you know the kids meanwhile barely know how to wipe their own butt because Mm -hmm. she does everything but you know that's how she looks like a good mom but she doesn't parent they don't actually love the kid like give the kids what they actually need which is attention and time in yourself 
they don't give themselves to those kids. But this one, that stupid Ruby chick, um, you know, she didn't even do that. I mean, she didn't even do the bare minimum as in, you know, clothing, food, shelter, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't even have food. Yeah. And I, I can almost guarantee that. And, and eventually she's going to say something. And I'm, mm. I'm, I'm guessing whatever happened to that child was some kind of punishment for something. I'm sure I'm, I'm from, from what you're saying, from what I'm reading here, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that that's, that was some kind of punishment of sorts because mm-hmm. apparently they also had a habit of not giving the kids breakfast until they did their chores. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Just going to say to, for a child to get to the point of emaciation, you know, where a person mm-hmm. who sees them, it's visible to them. Yeah. That this child is starving. Yes. You know, to for you to be emaciated, you know, like your cheeks are, you know, gaunt and, you, you know, you're obvious. That takes a long time. It does. That's not just a it few does. days worth of not eating mm-hmm. properly. That's mm-hmm. that's extended period of time. And this the neighbor said that there were open wounds mm-hmm. where the tape was mm-hmm. on the uh, wrists and um, ankles. I'm like, I mean, I can't even fathom like how i i don't understand that like Mm -mm. i can't comprehend that at all meanwhile you know she's making millions of dollars Mm -hmm. and you can't feed your kid like no she um, won't that's the difference she wasn't yeah i wouldn't can't yeah yeah it was a choice well they also believe in blanket training when they're infants you know and all that kind of crap too Oh, and you gross. know, spare the rod, spoil the child, and all that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they claim to be, you know, religious and all that stuff. But it's like, and you right. starve your child. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if this uh, ends up being a televised uh, court proceeding. Oh. I don't know, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure somebody somebody is working on a limited miniseries about this <laughs> right now. Somebody is working on the screenplay right now. Like, how can we, how can we put this on Max or Hulu and make a buck? Let's yeah. see how this turns out. But, yeah, you know, you're, you're right. If that little boy hadn't done that, mm-hmm. and and he, he he snuck out of that window because he was hungry and thirsty, not to save his ass. He was literally just, I'm hungry, and he went to ask a neighbor and for food and water. And if that boy hadn't done that, you know, would this be another Lori Daybell thing where the kids end up missing and dead over um, time? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Think about it. Or, I mean, well, think about it though. I mean, she was starving this child, so. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure from from what it sounds like with him having been, you know, with the duct tape on him, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they probably had him strapped down somewhere. So, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And all that, I in, in her warped mind was probably like some form of punishment for something absolutely, absolutely within the bounds of child behavior. But right. apparently, yeah. they don't they can consider it like that. And then meanwhile, right. they were getting up in front of millions of people. Okay, this is how you do this. Mm-hmm. And this is how you. Do, and this is a no, 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 no. It's huh? just it's gross. It's so. Guess gross. what? Now she has no privacy. 
and she's sleeping uncomfortably just like she made her her son do Mm -hmm. and she's not getting to eat the way that (laughs) there are no doors on her bathroom no no No, there are not (laughs) there are definitely no doors (laughs) well there is a door it's just made of bars it's locked yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have no freedom just like you know um if if one believes in karma ooh, it just bit her in the ass but yeah i hope if she was watched orange is the new black she's aware that that was a work of fiction and that prison <laughs> probably doesn't operate quite like that i'm just so scared for those kids because you know right now all of this has been normal to them mm-hmm. i mean this is what they've always known I'm sure it's gotten worse, but you know what I mean? So, but being on camera all the time and being mm. in content and everything, that's normal to them. But as they get older and start to, you know, become themselves and stuff like that, this is, you know, deep-seated trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not, definitely. I, I can't even... Yeah, they were saying in one of the articles, I don't know if it was her sister or somebody, I guess they all freaking are YouTube bloggers. Yeah. And somebody said, like well, her, we've known about this for three years, three years. but out of respect yeah. for the privacy of the children, we were we didn't say anything. Are you well, you know kidding? what? You need to fucking be arrested, too. I think that they're culpable. I mean, <laughs> they are. They if are. You've known about it. But apparently yeah. several people have actually tried to report them. Right. And nothing has happened. It reminds me of and, and while this. While this family didn't necessarily take advantage of social media, it sounds a lot, unfortunately, like, um, was it three, four years ago with the the two women that had the adopted children that ran the, vi- the van off the cliff? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like they were supposedly like the picture perfect family. And right. they come to find out that these these women were cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. They adopted yeah. those kids, didn't yeah, they? They had adopted they a bunch of kids and then, yeah. And then come to find out, there had been reports on that family. Yeah. They kept they kept moving. And there'd be right. a report and they'd move. And then a report and they'd move. So right. nobody could ever catch up with them to right. verify what they were doing to those kids. And then all of a sudden, boom, bam, boom. I'm like, okay. if yeah. it's, it's one thing if, you know, if you as an adult decide that you don't want to be accountable right. for whatever whatever hell you put on somebody else. There was absolutely no need to do that to them kids. That's just, that's one of those things that just, if I have triggers, that's one of them. Anybody mm-hmm. that does that kind of harm to kids, it's just, Mm-mm. oh boy. Mm-mm. I can I cannot, I condone mud stomping 100% in those cases. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's a... Uh... Related, there's this IBLP weirdo family. I'm not going to say their names, not that she would listen. <laughs> um, and they have 13 kids. And she, even though women aren't supposed to work, she does the plexus stuff on the side, which one of the things of plexus is you don't drink it when you're pregnant. And she was drinking it while she was pregnant. And her baby had an... Uh, I'm not sure what she had a stroke while yeah. still in the womb. What? Yeah. Mercy. And it's estimated that somehow the plexus, because she was drinking that yeah. enough mm-hmm. that that may have had some effect on her body, which of course led to the 
effect on the on the baby while it was still in utero and they they are ultra fundy you know they're in that same cult that the duggars are in they just don't have dugger money and the way they make money is they drive around these little churches that have a population of, you know, 25 people, 30 people. And then they go and sing and the dad preaches. Mm. And so they once did a tour of the RV that they use when they go. So for the, this was like three babies beforehand. It just happens to continue to get goose. They paid somebody who took the pantry the top pantry because there was like a thin one you know that had like a lower part and the top one they took the door off and he made it into a crib and that's <laughs> where one of the babies slept what? oh my gosh yeah um I, i'm not gonna say her name but it rhymes with hill okay <laughs> Mod, hill madrig rodmigrez okay <laughs> <laughs> but and they do the whole, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. And it sucks because they'll show pictures of her kids. And it, this just has to be from malnourishment. Half of the kids have, um, have are bow-legged, which generally comes from a lack Rickets. of nutrition. Rickets. Yeah, from yep. like before you're five, that's what causes that. Mm -hmm. And about half of the kids are. And she'll like post pictures of their thanksgiving day feast okay this is a family of 15 oh, we talked about that yeah and they'll have like one 10 pound turkey that the church gave to them in like four For yams <laughs> like four yams and and you're looking at this and it's like holy shit we don't we have more food than that for freaking our eight people right. <laughs> you know, we have triple that amount of food and it's like, no wonder all your kids are so skinny and now they don't look emaciated, but they are skinny. And well, underweight at the very least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it also doesn't work. <laughs> Her poor daughters. Um, she went to beautician school apparently oh, in the 1990s. And, and so there. all of her daughters have. There's no good way to say this, but it's the only way. All of her daughters have the 90 sperm shaped eyebrows. Whoa. <laughs> it's like big and like... <laughs> I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> and the hair and the makeup. Oh, I mean, oh boy. yeah, it's. Yeah. And it's like. Uh, uh... I thought the. Because uh, you were talking about uh, the, the extremist um, religious. What is it again? IBLP. Yeah, I saw a documentary about that some time ago, and they were talking about how the women and the young girls had to have a particular type of hairstyle. Yep. yep. According I'm to like, what a guy likes. Yeah, like they actually mm -hmm. literally have diagrams of how the women and girls yep. have to style their hair. I don't think I've seen a more disturbing hairstyle in my entire life. <laughs> Right. And then all There's of some... them, you know, they all have to wear certain colors and certain kinds of dresses. And it's just like, oh, my dear God. Now, granted, yeah. you know, they they won't be in social media or be or utilize right. social media in any particular instance. But it's just it's, it's almost like the same mentality. Like they're doing stuff. 
I won't say quietly, but no matter what anybody says to them, they continue to do whatever the heck they mm-hmm. want to do. Like your man's yeah. is in prison and they're right. still mm-hmm. taking guidelines from him as to mm-hmm. how to handle the people. I'm like, what in the hell? It, it's like, yeah. it, that's a cult. But sometimes when you talk about these people that exploit their family on social media, they have cult-like followings too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm almost willing to bet like with this woman right here that even though, you know, we're going to probably hear more of this story coming out as the weeks go on, no matter what they say about her and what they prove that she's done to those kids, there'll still be people like, no. Oh, no. they're already. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm saying. Well, already, they were just following uh, their religious beliefs. Yeah. They were like, already no. <laughs> backing her up and, and coming to her, yeah. Uh yeah. You know, defense. It's uh, like how you know I because I actually looked it up when Jack and I were talking, um, texting back and forth earlier today because I was filling him in on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And um and I was saying I looked up what Utah's laws were because they they said aggravated um child abuse and i was mm-hmm. like you know that's not just you know not that any abuse is okay but i'm just saying right. you know right. it actually involves you know considerable physical harm yeah and not it's mental wasn't even on there emotional abuse none of, that was it was talking specifically right. about physical harm um you know damage to uh bones and head and it, i mean it was a list of things suffocation you know starvation all these different things those are all considered aggravated child abuse mm-hmm. and so we know at the very least it was something along those lines which we know starvation was one of them but that there's physical yeah you know abuse and yeah. not not just like spanking your child or whatever it's yeah I'm just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing, I'm I'm wondering if the rest of the kids, or at least the underage kids, are they with their father now? Because I don't, no. I haven't, yeah. No. Are they with social services? Is uh-huh. that? Shit. Yeah, they took all the kids. Mm. Um, and yeah. that Social Jody services doesn't too. exactly, I mean, that's probably better than. Right now it is. Cause but long term, you don't want to be. <laughs> We, we want something better to be figured out for the kids so they can start the healing process because yeah. the foster but, system is. But they got to make sure that they're placing them like, you know, if an aunt or somebody shows up or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. she's just as culpable because she never said anything and has known it for three years. So yep. you don't want her right. to have them. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? It's, um, you know, they took all the kids for now. I, I haven't seen anything of where the dad is or her ex-husband. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, nobody seems to know where he is. He's not in jail. He didn't get arrested. Okay, at yeah. this point, I'm I'm um, pretty sure. You, like, one of you guys mentioned it earlier that they're probably looking into him. Oh, I'm sure they're yeah, they're I'm they're sure. looking for him. Like, you need to come in and tell us what you know, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure this has probably been going on a long. Oh, time. it was happening before they were divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he needs to, he needs to tell what he knows. Mm-hmm. And I bet you as, as time goes on and they start talking to the rest of the kids, some more, be... more and more ugly stuff is going to come out. Yeah. Well, and, well, and she's uh, been homeschooling. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, all they got to do is subpoena whatever computers they have, because you know that they 
edited it's their videos for there. YouTube. Yeah. So there's got to be hundreds of hours of abuse going on in the background all... that was just edited out. Sure. Mm-hmm. But sure. And well, and they've been, they pulled the kids out of school a couple of years ago. I don't remember. It might have been three years. It's been a little while now. They pulled yeah. all the kids out of school and they're, you know, quote unquote homeschooling. I don't know how much actual schooling is going on. Um, but the reason they pulled the kids out is because there was like some celebration, like festival or thing, whatever going on at school, elementary school. And the, <laughs> Song. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur was playing, and that. Oh my gosh! And she was appalled by that. Went to the principal, I guess, chewed him out and all that stuff. Pulled her kids out, and has been supposedly homeschooling him ever since because they played that song at a whatever event at school. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's but you know when you what. I, and when you, <laughs> but when you homeschool your kids, you know, when they're not out in public and stuff like that, you can hide what's really happening. You so can tell them anything. Ultimately, yep. I think things were already happening mm-hmm. and people were starting to maybe question mm-hmm. or notice things. And that was her excuse to pull them out of school mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. not be caught. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm gonna move it on just a little. Yep. Not that this is <laughs> not interesting, and we could probably keep going on for a while. But there is more than one case to the dark side of social media. Oh God, yes. As um, Gabby and the dude, I can't think of what his, her boyfriend. And we don't name even was, need but, to say his name, right? He's a piece but, of shit, so it doesn't matter. You know, they were vlogging and doing everything on YouTube because there's this whole. YouTube's subgenre of van life, of people mm-hmm. that convert vans, they drive around, hell, not just America, but the whole mm-hmm. freaking world doing all of that stuff. And they document it, and it's kind of cool. And, you know, you get to see the world that way and do all of that stuff. But once again, it just shows you, you know, what editing can hide because mm-hmm. while they may have put off this super happy face on YouTube, clearly things were not happy. Mm hmm. In, in their version of van life. And uh, that obviously ended up in a not good way. I think everybody's probably pretty familiar with that. Was it because that was all over the news? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then um, there's that other, I think it's a YouTube blogger, Instagram blogger. Uh, what did, you looked her YouTube. up, uh, Kenyatta? YouTube, what was her name that was grooming the boys? Oh, let me see. Claudia. I, I had, that's what it was. I had seen a TikToker talking about this woman. That's why I thought she was on mm. TikTok, but she's YouTube. Colleen Ballinger. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's who you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she would like, like groom uh, these young boys <laughs> through uh, instant messenger and, you know, mm-hmm. messaging and all of that. <laughs> and so people would go and like, dog her in other videos and she would have like these minions that would go and defend mm-hmm. her so she was grooming them and i don't know if she was grooming them for eventually <laughs> you know having sex whatever i don't know but there was definitely ulterior motives on her part and one of like the boys that was like her biggest sort of defenders an adult has since come out and talked about 
the pressure she put on him was pretty intense. Oh, and he has screenshots of all of his text messages, and he has shown them all over the place. He's not even trying to, he's not hiding himself at all. I've I've been following all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I used to follow her. I used to watch her. But then when she started having kids and she had her kids on all the time, that I that bothered me and you know. Mm. This this will tell you the difference in Heather and my YouTube watching habits. I watch people build houses. <laughs> I watch I, I watch a dude that literally is a Sawyer and his whole channel is just him using his Woodmiser LT one fifty to cut logs for live edge slabs. I watch um, videos of sheep shearing and uh, horseshoe replacement. That's cool, though. Both of those things are cool. That is like the most soothing thing to ever watch, ever. I don't know what it is, but yes. And I watch petty shit, and that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is just fine. It is fine. When you think back, though, I'm going to take it back some years. Social media has been used to do shitty things for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think think about catfish. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like your yeah. man your man started a whole show because someone, he got because yeah. he got catfish. Mm-hmm. And like it, it it blows my mind. I've I've I was into it for a good long while because my daughter and me used to sit and watch yeah. it. Oh, it yeah. was unbelievable what these yeah. poor people would fall for. I know. And some of them you're like, really? Yes. But but some of them, I get it. I mean, they're lonely or whatever. And, well, hell, yeah. the, the Birdman, the NBA player, which I can't think of his name. I think it's Chris something. I just know that he was the Birdman and all tatted up. He was catfished. Oh, yeah. yeah, he sure was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like, I, it, it blows my mind. There's, there's one episode of Catfish that I will <laughs> never forget. That um, your man's, what was his name? Nev. I think that's the the host. He confronts the person doing the catfishing Mm -hmm. and he's trying to talk to the guy, asking him, why did you do that to her? You know, pretend to be somebody you weren't, blah, blah, blah. And Mm -hmm. the kid is ignoring him. Like they're literally standing three feet apart and the kid is staring at his phone and he's talking to the boy. He's like, "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm. And he's going through his phone. And then Nev looks at the phone. He's like, oh, is that is that the new iPhone? Yeah. Can I see it? He hands it to him and Nev just throws it in the <laughs> lake. <Yeah. laughs> the kids I love it. They're like, you're going to buy me a new phone. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's amazing. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I, I wish I could yeah. remember uh which episode that was but i remember that part so you can probably find the clip oh i'm sure on youtube <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and while that's and while that's like a less less i want i want no i'll take it back it's not a less damaging example because no. hurt in in hurt in in emotional damage is subjective well a lot of them you know give them money for mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. you know because they'll get to know them really well or whatever and then be like oh this happened or that happened and you know so they help them out so yeah it's so it's so gross 
But I love that there are people who who are like that, you know, Mm -hmm. well, he made a whole show out of it. But I love that there are people who are also online, Mm -hmm. but they're on the defense side of it. They're doing everything they can and digging deep and, you know, making these people accountable. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's freaking cool. So use the Internet for better, you know, for good things. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Of course, the ultimate dark side are the people that are going on uh, shootings and they live stream it on whatever. Uh, and gross. I do not know why the platforms, as soon as it gets picked up that that's happening, mm-hmm. don't immediately shut it down. Right. Because they had, I remember some years ago, it was a Facebook Live where the man shot his wife, like literally said, I'm going to shoot her and then shot her on the line mm-hmm. in the house and it took facebook way too long yeah to cut yeah. it and bring it down i was like what the yeah but they're People. quick to tell you that you violated community standards <laughs> <laughs> right right because right. you used the word fight right <laughs> or you said white people right racist. <laughs> take it down but you can't take down something like that mm-hmm. yeah 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 i was flagged once because i said kick ass you know meaning mm-hmm. apparently that i was going to kick somebody's ass i guess i don't know it was violence i don't know yeah i got flagged because i told somebody that was saying that covid wasn't real and i said well i hope you stand by this when you get covid and don't go to the hospital and save yep. that bed for someone that actually needs it yep. stand by your beliefs and, that was bullying um, i was yes. reported for bullying him <laughs> It's like you were actually just reinforcing what he was saying. So no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting in more trouble for calling a racist a racist than mm-hmm. the racist does. Than the the actual thing itself, right? Right. Like bleh, what? It, it yeah. makes it makes no and to be when you think about it, a lot of the social media platforms they bear accountability too. That yeah. they allow certain things to happen. Yes. On and on and on, like, you know, YouTube and like perfectly good people, you know, doing relatively wholesome things on YouTube. Mm -hmm. They get hit because, you know, one or two people complain about this thing or this thing. And all of a sudden they get hit and demonetized and, you know, they go down for like two weeks or 30 days or whatever. And meanwhile, you know, you have raging assholes like this woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) talking about yeah. the best way to talking about the best way to punish your children well a while back um youtube had actually you know did a little bit for it, it didn't they didn't keep it that way but basically if um children were on a video you know like mm-hmm. family bloggers and stuff like that um then they would turn off the comments yeah so that people couldn't comment Mm -hmm. and it was like that gate that is actually that provides a little bit of Mm -hmm. protection because what was happening when somebody finally got it through to them that um i mean pedophiles and stuff you know were actually putting time stamps marks of when certain things were happening like this little girl was you know doing the splits or something or you know in the swimming pool or what you know gross things that are to a a normal parent Mm -hmm. are just you know innocent things that kids do but they would actually 
timestamp all these things. And now there's analysis and stuff where you can actually see where in a video somebody has watched over and over again, you know, there's peaks mm-hmm. and, and, and then, you know, look it up and find out that a majority of people who are subscribed are, you know, like middle-aged men and stuff like that. Mm. And it's, and it's got kids on it. It's like, there. that's a dark, dark side of, yeah. of social media. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem is, yeah, you know, social media platforms at this point have been around for, you know, 15, 16, 17 mm-hmm. years. But there's still, this is all sort of so new that it's going to take a long while for laws and stuff like that to catch up with with some of these, you know, things. Because it doesn't just happen overnight. It yeah. it takes a little bit. And this is all so new. And, and, and I don't and know. It's interesting that you mentioned that because we're also seeing... And this is something I would have never thought about like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So you keep seeing more and more instances of revenge porn. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they don't they yeah. don't have adequate laws for that. No. Nope. Like it's, they definitely don't. They uh, It's an obvious violation of somebody's mm-hmm. privacy. Yet instead of like, well, you know, it happened on a, a digital platform. So there's nothing physical. It's like, oh, dear right. God, somebody do something. And of course, right. that's the kind of that's the kind of crime that would probably be addressed at the local level, which means every single state determines. The, what, yeah, they have yeah. to determine what constitutes it, and da 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 da. I'm like, oh dear God, somebody, somewhere, something. Well, then yeah. people end up literally taking their own lives yeah. because of situations, you know, not just teenagers or whatever, but you know, because so-and-so their ex-boyfriend or whoever put something out there like that mm-hmm. and they can't mm-hmm. get away from it mm-hmm. and that ruins their lives literally yeah and <laughs> sorry sorry go ahead no that's i mean that's it just it doesn't go away it's it's no. there and <sighs> the reality yeah. of that is so freaking scary once oh. it gets on the internet it's there forever <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I remember some years ago there was this video that popped up on Facebook and it was the mom in the car with her son. She had just picked him up from the school and the boy was crying. And he was saying like kids were picking on him. I think the, I think he had some type of some type of physical thing going on with him that he said the mm-hmm. kids were picking on him because of the way he looks different or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's crying, he's crying, he's crying. And of course, mom's got, mom's driving, has got the camera in his face. That's something I don't understand either. Why in the world would you record your child's emotional pain? Right. Or humiliation and put it out there. And put it online. But the kid is crying, crying, crying. And and I go and look at the comments and there's like, you know, six jillion comments. Oh, that poor boy. Oh, that poor, oh, he's Mm -hmm. a sweet, this, that, and the third. Come to find out. He was not the innocent party here. He had actually been picking on other kids at oh. school and somebody paid him back in kind. And, and that's her, when he, he got, got upset okay. and started crying. And principal called his mom. Nice. And he's like, they were picking on No, son. No. <laughs> I read they, were, that. they were fighting back, basically. Yeah, they were. And I read the update like a couple of days later. I was like, 
Like, no, your kid's an asshole. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and apparently it wasn't the first time that he had been yeah. known to get in trouble at school. So it's like people will put exactly what they want to out right. there. Right. And they get- only, yeah, they feed it to us. Mm-hmm. And we only know what we see. Yep. So everybody else saw this poor victimized boy, mm-hmm. you know, the truth came out later that he was, you know, a little pint-sized asshole. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. All these people who put their lives out there and everything, we're only seeing what they choose for us to see. We don't know them. It used to be yeah. in the time before all this, it used to be you walk outside and you see your neighbor and your neighbor looks completely normal. Hey neighbor, hey neighbor. Right. And then they go in the house and you have no idea what's going yeah. on <laughs> until you hear, you know, <laughs> that they've been, you know, they're drug dealers or something mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like, like at my, my daughter's elementary school, the front desk receptionist in the office, the sweetest woman. Every time I would come in there, you know, to get my daughter for something, Hey, how you doing? We chit chat back and forth. Yeah. Oh, she's so nice. Two years after my daughter uh, left and, you know, went on to middle school, that woman and her husband got arrested for drug trafficking. I was like, holy. Whoa. (laughs) What in the hell? You you never know. She presented so perfectly. Right. And then all this was happening. That's why you didn't know. Nobody would suspect. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I used to work with this guy. Now. It was not. He was the sweetest guy. He was an asshole. Mm. And uh, we worked together in this pawn shop, and I left, worked with the state. Oh, I know you're talking. Oh. This was, I think, in 2009-ish. <sighs> Something like that. Oh, I don't know. So like I, I get to work, and <laughs> you know, I'm there, and I'm sort of checking out the Daily Oklahoma's, mm-hmm. you know, digital website, you know, with the news. And front page, main picture was that dude that I used to work at, his mugshot. It turns out that him and his wife were grooming. I don't necessarily know if it actually got to full-on abuse with her niece, but she was like 13. 13. And she put, this is they were like emailing her shit and she like sent it over to the police. Ooh. Anyway, they all get arrested and Cats you think that that's, but wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> they, there's just no good way to say this. Just say it. They were making porn and selling it where she was banging their German shepherd. Yep. Mm. They had a two-year-old when I worked with them. So, obviously, bestiality got thrown into the charges as well. Uh, yeah, and the dog had to be put to sleep. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, but it still sucks because the dog was really just it, a freaking innocent bystander. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that was brought into it. Oh, dear God. I oh Yeah. So Jack oh, comes home God. and he's telling me all this and I'm just ah. come home. That's when you worked at the museum. I like went upstairs and I'm like, you got to check oh, this shit right. out. Yes, that's <laughs> right. We worked I in forgot. the same building. That's right. 
Uh, yeah, and there's anyway, an ACDC was... song that I've never been able to hear the same way again since that. Yeah, like you just never know. People put on this front. Yeah. You just never know what kind of dirty, filthy things are going on in their homes. Yeah, and social Ugh. media makes it easy yes, to, it does. to hide this kind of stuff. And it's a good way to make money and hide your actual shittiness, you know? It makes it makes me feel like, and I hate to be the cynic because, you know, this is what we try not to be, <laughs> but it makes you wonder if some somebody's family is too good to be true. Mm. You're probably right. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. something going on. <laughs> like, wait a minute. They're too wholesome and all American and shit. What's happening here? Hmm. Yeah, they can't be that nice. They can't be. They can't be that sparkling. Their teeth cannot be that white. All their hair is free from split ends. No, no. There's something going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Ugh. do we have answers for any of this? No. And honestly, I don't know if we're the generation to come up with the answers for this kind of stuff, to be honest. Maybe the people that have grown up with it from day one are the people to come up with the answers. Hmm. It's, it's a lot to wrap your arms around, though. It really is. Yeah. I mean, people have always been this way. It's just that. Well, yeah. Now, you know, there's a, an easier way to, you know, and, and a lot of options, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say at least one of the maybe decent sort of things is Illinois just passed a law that if you are a family mm-hmm. vlogger, blogger, all of that stuff and you use your kids for content that you have to uh, pay them and set money aside for when they turn 18 or whenever your monetization is monetization, (laughs) which you you should anyway, but yeah, well, no, you should, but, but people don't. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll pull their moment on them in a heartbeat. And at least in Illinois, they will have to do that for their kids. And that's sort of the other dark side of it too. These people make all of this money as influencers and from what I understand, they just spend it as fast as it mm-hmm. comes in. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, this YouTube thing or Instagram thing, it's, temporary. it's not going to stick around forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's all content. Because yep. like um, every every day there's somebody coming out with something better. So all the time you got to think of more and more ways to, to keep your subscribers happy and to keep them views coming. And that shit gets outrageous after a while. Well, yeah. Uh, the the scary part of it is, I mean, obviously there's a lot of scary parts to it, but um, is that kids younger and younger are having their own platforms, you know, TikTok or whatever, where, um, you know, all you have to, or Instagram or something, and, and it, all you have to do is say that it's run by the parent, but mm-hmm. there's still this, you know, kid is having, you know, stuff out there um this is one that i was mentioning to to jack this girl was um 13 and she started her tiktok platform and it was just stuff you know and um but this guy had contacted her which i mean she's pretty and does makeup and all the stuff you know and so they ended up starting to talk and everything and over time and i'm talking like two years um you know, they were talking back and forth. He would ask her for pictures, you know, and 
she's like, you know, no. I mean, she was 13, 14 years old. And then um, I guess at some point he, you know, through talking and, and just stuff, he found out where she lived. And because, you know, mm-hmm. he I don't know if it was a situation where he was became obsessed with her. You know, if it was innocent in the beginning and became that way or whatever, but she was 15 and he was 18 and he, he went to her house, um, with a shotgun. Oh yeah. And I don't know all of the details of what exactly led to that or if he was just, you know, something unhinged in him. I don't know, but, um, he was he went to the house with a shotgun and um he fired the gun like at the front door he was at the front door and she wouldn't let him in and he fired the gun and the dad of this 15 year old girl you know obviously knew what that sound was and he you know immediately goes and grabs his own gun and he shot the kid he shot the 18 year old kid and killed him on his front porch which i mean he had to yeah he had to yeah he literally just tried to kill this girl and so i mean ultimately that's what it that was just like last february i think it was you know a little over a year ago Mm. and but now nobody because he's dead so we don't really know exactly what led up to that but Mm -hmm. um that guy the dad did not have charges it was Mm -hmm. a self-defense situation but i mean but this the dark side of the internet and and Mm -hmm. and the dark side of social media is the fact that people literally die yeah because of this like you (laughs) the, the sickos are always there but now Social media has given them so many more avenues mm-hmm. with which to indulge their sicknesses. Because mm-hmm. a, a kid like that, had there been no social media, he may have fixed on some girl in the neighborhood. Right. Now he can right. fix on some girl across the country. Yeah. And just shows like, up. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think when you're not behind all the screen you know screen all the time and you're amongst other people mm-hmm. i think people are more aware of something's not right with this kid you know something's not, you know going on and maybe can help that person or whatever but when everybody's behind the screen you miss things mm-hmm. nobody yep. knew he was going to do that but maybe yep. had they been around you know mhm i don't know i don't know oh boy it's so scary. It is. Yep. It is. I guess the whole point of this is be careful. <laughs> with what you what you do on the old interwebs and mm-hmm. social media. That's why you're best off just posting memes. Yeah. <laughs> like us. So and, there you go. <laughs> and inspirational quotes. Because every morning, can you post an inspirational quote? I mean, you know, maybe two or three mornings <laughs> a week. I've kind of slowed down. But, I like them. Pets or memes or inspirational quotes. Stick to that. And be careful who you friend. And always, always, always ask your children when they can comprehend whether or not it's okay to put them on video. Yeah. Because they are little humans. You you do not own them. Yep. All righty. 
That is true. Well, that was <sighs> deep breath. Shake it off. Yeah, Shake I it actually, off. <laughs> I, I feel like there's probably enough that could have two or three episodes about this. Oh, but, easily, easily. But yeah, it's just you know, be careful out there, folks. Talk to your kids about what they what they post as well. Mm-hmm. And if somebody and they- is wanting you to send them money so they can take a bus to visit <laughs> you, don't do it. It's Mm-mm. a scam. Not even First if he's, of all, if he's yeah. a Nigerian prince. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And just always be suspicious when you're messaging yeah. with people because that picture of that 14-year-old girl does not mean that that is a 14-year-old girl. Chances are it's a 50-year-old dude. I'm just well, saying no- that's how you they used to reel in them, them sickos on to catch a predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now with AI, you can actually make it look like, you know, that person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. And if they won't video chat you, because I know that's what the. Because it's broken. The youths yeah. like to do, <laughs> you know, that there's probably a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Have your yeah. antenna up. Pay attention yeah. to red flags. flags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with that. If you would like to support the podcast and you enjoy what we do, please go to buymeacoffee.com backslash hyperfocus pods, where we would love for you to purchase us a coffee. <laughs> I'm glad you had that last part because I was like, <laughs> no, they can't they can't buy it. Not, don't do that no more. <laughs> That's a whole other side of the internet. <laughs> yeah, that that was the part we were telling you to be uh cautious of, Kenyetta. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you know qualify that put put some on the end (laughs) yes purchase us a coffee a coffee (laughs) (laughs) or several coffees one time or reoccurring that's right is great (laughs) yep that is true so i guess uh thanks for uh coming on heather considering that it was the most last minute guest we've ever had (laughs) like literally last minute (laughs) And obviously, Kenyatta, thanks for, you know, being such a wonderful co-host that keeps me in line. Do I, though? For the most part. I think so. Okay. It's fair. Yeah. I do what I can. I do what I can. It ain't an easy job. (laughs) No. You're dealing with someone riddled with this amount of ADHD. No. No, it's not. No. Oh, boy. (laughs) But, yeah, I guess with that. We'll catch you on the next one, everybody. Bye. 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 (laughs) And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.